Hello friends, I'm Susanna April and consider this podcast your invitation to hear God's voice and be encouraged to push past fear on your creative journey. Join me on Insta at Creative Journey Collective to continue the conversation. And now on to today's episode. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Creative Journey podcast. Today I have my incredible mum Deborah Smith with me again and if you would like to like hear a little bit more about her I recorded another episode with her a couple of weeks ago Uh, so go and have a hunt for that one and um, I'm sure it'll really bless you. She's been on an incredible creative journey the last couple of years Uh, but today I've just invited her here to have a conversation with me about hearing God's voice and to share some of her stories and some of my journey and really, um, yeah, it's just it's just been an incredible journey to see her come alive in. So anyway, thanks for coming on here today, Mum. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's yeah. Thanks for coming on here and sharing about this because I feel like this is something that is really important. Um, and so, yeah, I would just love to hear from you first uh, when you really felt like you heard God, mm. um, and what was your journey with hearing God's voice from when you were younger. Yeah, look, I mean, I I was a journaler just like you, mm. uh, but um, I don't think I really understood hearing God's voice. I think I thought God was silent, so I kept talking to him, but I couldn't necessarily hear what he was saying. Yeah. Um, but one thing that has really stood out for me was I was about 27 years old and I just, yeah, I just had a time where I realised that I was so desperate for God to show up. Yeah. I had a faith. Um, I would, for all intents and purposes, was living a Christian life and anyone who knew me probably thought, yep, she's all fine. Yeah, but deep yeah. down I was so I was so sure I was going to do something that was going to mess it all up and that somehow God was just going to be, that's it, I'm done with you. Yeah. It was a fear really yeah. and, a, and a wrong belief. But um, somebody introduced me to the understanding of the indwelling life of Christ and what that meant. So it was like the beginning of a much deeper faith journey for me. Yeah. Um, and I think in that journey, I probably heard the Lord for the first time. And the first thing I ever really can remember is that he reminded me that he loved me first. Mm. And that love is really at the the bottom key mm. or core of who God is. He, he loves us and he wants us to hear his voice. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, God loves me yeah. and he loved me first. So I can't even love him unless I understand that he loves me. Yeah. So it was quite profound for me and I needed to hear that so yeah. desperately. That was probably the earliest thing yeah. I can really remember. I'm older than you. Yeah. <laughs> Not that much, though. Um, oh, well, just a <laughs> Yeah, a, a few, few decades. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think I think for me, being raised and discipled by you, I, mean, I know that you felt like you really only felt like you, you really had that revelation when you were 27 and when I was like six years old by then. But I think I grew up really feeling like my mum knows his voice, you know, and there was like this, it was actually a really deep part of my journey because from a young age, I, I, I don't ever remember not feeling like I could hear God's voice. I think when I got a bit older, I started to realize, oh, this is a thing. Like I, you know, and then it's almost like I lost it a little bit, Um, you know, in those teenage years when you're just trying to figure out who you are and your journey. And I remember um, journaling like so much and, and 
yeah, spending a lot of time in the word in like my high school years, really going after the Lord. Like I wasn't really a normal teenager. (laughs) But Um, particularly when you were 16 and 17 in those early, like grade 11 and 12 kind of age, you really got really passionate about God and I want to go to Africa. Yeah, That was your biggest thing. I want to go to Africa. I'm going to be a missionary in Africa. (laughs) Yes, I did. And honestly, like I have done that and I still would do that if he said. Um, But I think for me, when I like a a pinpoint when I think about the first time I really heard God for myself was, you know, not necessarily even through journaling, but just uh, was at um, a YWAM gathering. I was with Youth with the Mission. I went and did a discipleship training school when I was 17. Um, And I was in a worship time and I'd been dealing with a lot of anxiety and fear. I think it was that time in my life where I realized like, nobody is going to plan my life for me. You know, like it is up to me. I have to figure this out. And I guess I was weighing up like, do I figure it out with God? Am I hearing him right? Am I doing what's right? Like it was like this, you know, a lot of fear of the future. Um, And I think I was very, very anxious. And I remember being in worship and I just, I was holding out my hands and I just, I looked up and I could just see Jesus, like not even um, in person, but like in my mind's eye. And I just felt like him look at me and he said like, Susanna, you just have to keep your eyes fixed on me. Mm. And it was so grounding for me, you know, and I went to the word and, you know, it talks about that. Keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Mm. Like it didn't clash with what the Bible said. And so for me, it was like became a stake in the ground in that season when I was feeling blossed and like blossed, <laughs> tossed, <laughs> tossed and blown by the wind and by the, the voices, mm. you know, to be really grounded in this is what the Lord says. Mm. Um, and I think we get, we do get a bit uh, like, you know, blown and oh, there's so many voices, but to actually have that voice, that word from him that just cuts through the noise, yeah. you know? And I think, I think for me, I've realized that some of the most powerful things in my journey have been one, when I've heard God in a time like that, but I think those are actually rarer times. The times that I can remember even in the last 10 years that really stand out is when other people have heard God for me. And that's been incredibly powerful um, in my journey. And I've got a whole digital notebook of words and prophetic words and things that I've heard from people that have actually grounded me, not necessarily... I've said, I haven't necessarily said they are the word, but they have lined up with what the Bible has said and they've confirmed in my own heart what God's doing. Mm. Um, And they've made me feel seen and known and understood by him. Mm. And I think that is probably the most powerful thing we can ever really walk in, that security that he sees me and he knows me and he's going to speak to me. Um, And so even in your journey, I remember... Yeah, just about the the, pro- the prophetic rooms. Yeah, uh, we had this uh, um, this local worship night, and every uh, month or so we have this uh, this time where we have this intentional time of signing up to go and get prayer specifically to hear God, and it's called prophecy. And basically, all prophecy is is hearing God for someone else. It's not. And an encouragement from Yes, Lord, it's really. encouraging. It's to mm. build you up. And Paul talks about in Corinthians, it's the exhortation and the building up of the church. Mm. And that's what prophecy is. Mm. And I mean, I believe that everyone can do this. And I think I've always had that foundational belief. But I asked you to cover for me. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, you asked me to join the prophecy team. Yes. And I said, I don't, I don't think I really 
have a prophetic gift. I don't. Oh, and I, I was like, oh, of course you do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you did. And I was a bit like, well, yeah, whatever you think. I don't. I don't really believe that. But you were very sneaky because <laughs> you came to me and you said, Mum, Mum, I'm I'm going to be away for a few weeks. I won't be able to do the next prophecy rooms. I've signed you up to do it in my place. And I don't know, internally I freaked out. I was like, what have you, like there was definitely a part of me that wanted to do that but also yeah. the other part of me that was like, I've never done that before so um, I don't even know if I can, Yeah, you know. And yeah. and yet they were so amazing. They literally, I'm pretty sure I was with Joel Baldera by memory and I just remember thinking this guy can hear from God incredibly. And we'll listen, you know, he's listening for people. And all of a sudden, you know, God is giving me words for people. And and all I did was pray and ask, like they said. They said, you know, sit here and ask the Lord, what do you want to say to this person? Yeah. Just ask, what do you want to say? Just text faith. Anything that you Mm. want to say to this person. And I think that that, it it began to ignite such a passion in me when I started realising that not only was I hearing from the Lord, but that it was impacting somebody else's yeah. life. And, oh, man, I had some crazy experiences there, uh, prophecies for people that I literally was like, that can't possibly, is this really real, God? Yeah. And yet you give them this word. And I remember one guy, he was just so undone. He cried so much. I mean, it was snot. It was full <laughs> process of him just literally he said, I can't believe you just said all of that. How on earth could you have known that? Yeah. And yep. I just remember thinking, God, I didn't know anything. <laughs> I knew nothing. Yeah. But I just think that that power that comes through speaking God's voice and, you know, cha- not cha- hate it's, that word. it's like, about being yielded to the Holy yeah. Spirit and it's about being a conduit yes, for him yeah, and for his is. voice. And, you know, like for me, I don't often know what I'm going to say. No. I'm just, it's, it's a faith step, you know, and I believe that anybody can do it. Totally, totally. <laughs> um, if you know Jesus, you can do it. And it's not even about doing anything. It's just it's about just saying yes. Like I had an yeah. experience just this week um, that actually stems from, another experience I might share that first um I you know and I do want to say sweet that this journey of prophecy I feel like you just drew it out of me you pulled Mm -hmm. it out of me and said you have this gifting mama you know you you don't know it and I honestly think that had it not been for that I wouldn't have stepped into that journey it's like I know Mm, we we often do need to know that somebody sees that in us yeah um and it's helpful but it's not necessary I I wish I had had enough understanding around it to go oh God speaks to everybody yeah I mean you're not special and I'm not special you know God speaks to everyone and he wants to speak to us yeah Um, but he often uses incredible ways and like um the one way that really has impacted me has been prophetic art. Yeah. And that's only a new journey for me. It's about two years. I've only been painting really for the last two and a bit years. And the pastor said to me, you should come and paint. So come and do prophetic art. And I'm like, what the heck? How? No, not me. Sorry. Again, all over again. And yet she's like, I can see it in you. Just have a go. Well, fast forward to this year and I've had the most profound experiences. One of which was a, a couple who had, Actually, let me start with this part. I had felt the Lord very clearly say, you must paint this weekend. 
um, for church. And so it, and I, he had given me nothing. Yeah. No picture, <laughs> nothing. So when I sat down to paint, it was me just pushing around paint. Yeah. It was me just trying to understand what are you saying, God? Yeah. And before I knew it, I'd painted this scene of, of a nighttime sort of scene with the moon shining down on these in, these sunflowers in a field and their face was sort of tilted up toward the moon. So it was capturing the light. And, and at the end of that, I felt him so clearly say to put this scripture from John chapter 5 verse 1 which says the light shines in the darkness but it um but the darkness cannot contain it it it, it can't be wrapped up in yeah. you know light expels the it darkness always it always yep. will shine and so i wrote this scripture on there and thought i have no idea what this is about god but i'll just being obedient yeah and i i finished the painting off um on stage at church on sunday that this was a few months quite a few months ago um, and then the pastor's wife literally ran up on stage and she just said, Deb, can I give your painting away? And I said, sure, it's not finished and I'm still wet. And <laughs> she's like, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. I'll tell you about it in a second. I'll tell you why. And so she ran off with this painting and, yeah. and then she comes back about, you know, a few minutes later and she says, um, actually, uh, this is what's happened. This couple came to the church on, it was like a Tuesday or something, and they had, had a terrible diagnosis of fourth stage breast cancer yeah and never been to a church before googled and found the nearest church our church had the word hope in it which is its name hope community church um and literally they went oh it's got hope we'll have to go there yeah you know so we need hope yeah so they walk in and the pastors i just happened to all be there that day Mm. every there was a big group of people so they offered to pray for them, which they willingly received, prayed over them, prayed for healing over them mm. and hope over them. Following day, they had a pet, PET scan to see whether this cancer was anywhere else in the body. Um, diagnosis came back the, the next day, which was Thursday. There's nothing. It's all gone. There's mm. nothing. There's not even the original. What's going on? Um, yeah, and so I... That whole experience of them giving that painting to this couple, they wanted to meet me. And I'm like just hearing this story and going, what, what? the heck? Yeah. You know, like what? And so when I, I couldn't see how it could relate until yeah. I actually went and talked to them. And they were crying and they were just like overwhelmed with the fact, first of all, that we would give them a painting. But second of all, that they had had photos only two weeks before. With their family. Two weeks before yeah. with their family because they thought that – um well, they were told that fourth, you know, fourth, fourth stage cancer is quite serious and you're probably not going to survive this and if you do it will be a miracle. Yeah. You know, and so they literally couldn't get their head around the fact that I'd painted a field of sunflowers in the dark because they felt like they were in the dark. And they'd had photos in... In this field in of a, sun, yeah, a sunflower in field. in a sunflower and, field. Yeah. And it's so I, I was so... I was so shocked by that. But that I think that was just the tip of the iceberg. I thought that was pretty cool. But fast forward, you know, a few months later, they'd kept coming to church and I think it was an Easter service and, you know, the pastor sort of said, you know, if you haven't given your life to the Lord, you know, now's a great opportunity. And so they both went forward for prayer together and they both gave their lives to the Lord on that same day. And two weeks later... Two weeks later, sorry, two two or three weeks ago, just recently. A couple months later. 
Yeah, it was yeah. a couple months later, but a few weeks ago now, um, they both got baptized together as a couple. Mm. And um, when they were sharing, they started sharing about the painting. Yeah. And how they literally stood in front of that painting from the day they got it and just kept saying, thank you, God, that you're the light in the darkness, even though we don't believe in you. But we do believe in you. Yes, we do believe in you. We believe in you. Yeah. You know, it's like it began, the more they read that scripture, the more they took it in and they took it in and the they word took transformed it in. them. Yeah. And they just, yeah. you know, um, the, the wife, she said, we literally would stare at that painting for every day. We would stand in front of it. We would read that scripture. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is that Mm. when you're obedient and you're listening for God's voice and you obey what he says, it literally changes people's lives, not just from painting. Like giving a word to somebody can change their life. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's such a powerful story. So I just it's so insane. Yeah, and I just I like I mean, I've got tears in my eyes, but I just I just can't get over the fact that, you know, if you hadn't ever said yes that day, you know, and I know that God works all things together for good, so maybe he would have had another story for this lady's healing. I don't know how it works with all of that sovereignty and his will, but I know that you said yes that day and that he actually used you as a pivotal part of their journey, not only for, like, drastic healing, but then for salvation and hearts set on fire for him. Um, What an incredible thing to be a part of and to say yes to, like... It, um, and it's it's in, it's really caused a passion to stir up inside yeah. of me, a realisation that when we say yes to God and we go, okay, I want to hear your voice, Yeah, I literally want to hear your voice. I mean, I've spent a lot of time, one of the things I love to do also is to just say to God, hey, God, you know, especially on the way to work, it's a pretty regular thing. Yeah. Do you have a word for somebody at work today? Do you mm. have something that I can just... An encouragement. An encouragement that I can give someone. And I can't tell you how many times he's given me a word for someone at work and I'll say, hey, you know, the Lord gave me this. I, I don't know if you want to hear it, but, you know... Here it is. Uh, no, I never <laughs> yep. do that. I say, if you want to know, I'm willing to share it with you. And yeah. I've never had anybody say, I don't want to hear what God's saying. <laughs> yeah, And I think that that... It's been such a powerful thing. Yeah. To just give yeah. words away that it's are from so the powerful. And it's so powerful as a conversation opener with the Lord, mm. you know, like there's been times where I've had prophetic words given to me or I've given them to people and I've been like, I don't know if this is gonna be something good, you know, like I don't know if it's gonna land, I don't know if it was right. Um and it's like it's actually it's not on us, you know, like that couple that with that painting they took it and they actually applied it to their lives. They, mm. they spoke that word over themselves that it resonated with them mm. and it actually led to their salvation. But if you even receive, like when I've received prophetic words before, um, it's, it's opened up a gateway for the Lord to speak and confirm things in my own life. Mm. So it should only ever build on what he's already doing yeah. and saying. It's a tool that he uses and he uses us broken humans. <laughs> We're just so normal. Mm. We're so ordinary people. Um, and so it's not like there's any special formula or any mm. special magic trick or anything. It's just showing up and cultivating your history with the Lord yeah. so that you have stuff to pour out when you don't even expect it. Yeah, so um, true. 
And so just as an encouragement to you today, like depending on what your journey is, maybe you feel like you have heard God before and you can hear his voice or you have like been like, I don't even know if God speaks anymore today. Mm -hmm. Um, This is an encouragement to you that it's possible, like you can hear God and you can be that person for someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, maybe you struggle to even hear God in your own life. I know for me, I sometimes struggle but journaling. Yes, but journaling. Yes, but journaling is a great tool. Um, mm. So, yeah, what are some practical tools? Well, the journaling with the Lord um, is something that yeah. I love to do and I know you love to do. Yeah. And I think that basically is you are speaking to the Lord and then you allowing him to speak to you and writing it down. Yeah. Um, and and the thing is, is I've always thought, is that me, God? Yeah. But the thing is when you are actually saying, Lord, speak to me, I really need to hear your voice over yeah. all of those other voices out there. I need to hear your voice. He, of course he wants to show up. Yeah. Of course he wants to speak to us. Yeah. And so I do that using um, – uh, this is new for me. In the last few months I've started with a blue pen and a red pen. Yeah. Just l- putting out my thoughts and saying the things that I need to say to the Lord. Yeah. But then I'm always asking him a question. Mm. And the other thing is is that cultivating um, time in the Word – is so important to be able to hear from the Lord because the Bible is so full of the voice of the Lord. It's so full of it. Yeah. But if we don't know what it looks like or it's hard then for us to discern between our own thought and the thoughts, you know, and and his thought. Yeah. But his thoughts are always kind and good. Yeah. They're often convicting. Yeah. um, But they're never condemning. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, and it's yeah. like using that as an anchor, you know, mm. the word is an anchor. Mm. And so when we're in the word, it will come to us and we'll know, oh, that's the Lord's voice because it's in the Bible, you know, because I have read it and I have studied it and it is in me. Yeah. I just needed him to remind yeah. me of that, you know, and so that has been deeply grounding for me in mm. many seasons when I haven't, you know, I know when I was pregnant with Pearl with my first, I had intense anxiety and fear. And I remember the Lord literally like taking me to 1 John 4 and where it talks about, you know, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear. And that has been like an anthem for me. And he's spoken to me again and again and again through that verse. Mm. Um, And so, yeah, there's just, just three things that you can do today to cultivate that with the Lord. You can carve out time in the word, um, you can journal, and then you can be brave and believe in faith, you know, faith comes by hearing, mm-hmm. by putting a stake in the ground, and you can do that for someone else. Mm. Um, I I challenge you to try it. Yeah. Because if you ask the Lord to give you an encouragement for someone else, a word for them, he is just waiting for you yeah. to ask. Yeah. He, he wants people to do this because yeah. we are to build up, build one another up yes. toward love and good deeds, yes. you know, to do the right thing. And I encourage you. I challenge you. Yeah. Totally. Have a go. Have a go. Sit with the Lord and ask him, is there something you want to say? Write it down. Mm. Uh, and and you'll get to know his voice. Yeah. That's how I feel like that has been so pivotal in getting to know yeah. his voice. Yeah. You know. And just as like a last minute plug, and we're almost to the end of this episode, but I have like in the last three months, oh no, it was like in July, I started this art subscription where I would send out prophetic artworks to people and really the whole heart has been this everything that we're talking about it's to help cut through the noise with a visual representation Mm. of what god is saying Mm. um and so i spent send out these artworks every month and i pray about the words that go on them and and sometimes sometimes they're fully like 
you know, original as in like, I've prayed for a word for that one person. Sometimes it's like, I've prayed a few words and I felt, oh, this one goes with this person. So there's not like a formula or anything, but I've seen God show up so many times in this subscription. And so even if today, if you're feeling like, oh, I just need something like, I'm not saying sign up for my subscription, but find ways to get that from other people. Find ways, go to somebody, if you know, if you know somebody in your world that operates in this or has done this for you, go and get prayer from them. Mm. Um, DM me on Instagram and I'll voice message you a prayer. Like Mm. if you are hungry for this, find ways to get it in your system. Mm. I mean, if that means uh, plug signing up for my art subscription, please do it. (laughs) But it's not about that. It's about coming to, um, coming to somebody that has paved the way and saying, I want that. Mm. Will you pray for me? And even just the name of your art, art subscription, it's love notes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, just thinking about that, God is a God of love. Yeah. And he is forever wanting us to hear yeah. what he's got to say. And, you know, however that comes about for you, it should be your greatest pursuit is yeah. to hear the voice of the Lord. Yeah. You know, because without it, we are like, we're like a boat without an anchor. Yeah, we're like we, sheep have gone astray. Yeah, we don't yeah. have we don't have a clear direction in life when we're not hearing from God. Yeah. So ultimately the Lord just wants you to practice experience and yeah. and feel a sense of freedom about the fact that he does speak. Yes. And he hasn't forgotten you. Yeah. He's not silent. Often we are silent. We are the ones who kind of go, mm. oh, you know, God, I don't know. I even was thinking about the fact that sometimes it's really hard to read the Bible. I always find that when it's hard to read the Bible, we need to go back to repentance mm. and when we repent and we say, Lord, I don't know what's going on here, but show me. Yeah, show me what's going on. We will hear the Lord's voice say, Hey, mm. this thing over here, it's a problem. You need to deal with that. Yeah. And that repentance brings so much healing yeah. and it brings the voice of the Lord yeah. front and center. Yeah. And it's so, very powerful. It is. And it's yeah. powerful to have those moments build on each other mm-hmm. until all of a sudden you find yourself doing it for someone else yeah, it's and so being that person for someone else. And, um, yeah, so even if you are if you are in my subscription and you're listening to this, I just encourage you especially, um, if there's an artwork that you've received, give it away, you know, like have the, you know, if, if you feel like, oh, I'm not quite there yet, use what the Lord has given you to bless someone else. Yeah, totally. Um, write, a, write a note for someone. Do something, like do something today. Um, and I just, yeah, I want to encourage you that that's, it's not hard. It can be really simple. Mm. Um, so anyway. We're going to wrap this up now, and I just want to just pray for you, just bless you. Thanks for joining me today, Mum. You're welcome. Um, I'm sure we'll do a few more of these. <laughs> um, we like to chat. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just want to bless you today with just an encouragement that he he knows you, he sees you, and he's after your heart, and he wants to use you, and he mm. can speak to you. Yeah, so, totally. God, just bless this precious heart today. Would they just, uh, list, like, leave this episode knowing that you mm. – um, you're after their heart and that you want to use them for your glory Mm -hmm. Um, and that it's not by might or power but it's by your spirit so would you connect them to your heart for them Um, yeah and remind them of how you see them and that they're so precious to you Mm -hmm. amen amen 
If you have been encouraged by this episode, please DM me with a testimony. I would love to hear. Also, rating the show would really bless my heart. And just FYI, I also sell beautiful, encouraging art prints, phone cases, and products on my shop website, which are designed to help encourage you to grow in love with Jesus in your everyday. So go check them out at SuzanneAprile.com. Thanks for listening, friends. I'm really blessed by you.